Hello everyone, it's Rory again at the Monkey Puzzle and this is the third and final presentation where we're focusing still on young learners and lesson planning for young learners but now we have to put all of it together. So before we talked about the actual individual parts of lesson plans for young learners but now we actually need to see what that looks like in practice. So without further ado, um, let's get started shall we? With our outline and aims of how this is going to go first, we'll need to revise some of the key lesson plan components and then move on to how to apply this to a real lesson plan. And lastly, look at some ideas for lesson preparation to make it a bit more efficient and effective. Some of these will be similar to what we've looked at before, but sometimes looking at it in a new context can be useful. So if you talk about aims, now, we apply this to a real lesson plan. Uh, I teach lots of young people and young people or at least the young people that I have taught, absolutely love bugs. So um, by the end of the lesson, the students will have practiced the vocabulary for insect names. Um, and that is my language aim. And they need to do that in order to describe their favorite insects to each other. And that will be the speaking practice part of it. So those are my main aims, but I'm not quite finished yet. I need to have some sub aims. So. In order to achieve the main aims, the students will have to revise some vocabulary for body parts. Uh, so I think if we talk about insects, I think uh, words like body and legs will be important. And that will be a language aim, but they'll also need to have um, another aim to help them prepare for this, um, for the writing part, which is uh, practice writing as well. Practice writing for the model and practice writing for the actual, um, well, words itself um, as well, because that can be useful for um, their memories. And for uh, this lesson, my personal aim will be to monitor effectively and support the students by walking among them and checking their time and progress. And I'll make sure that I have fast finishers materials ready. So in this case, it will be a word search that I've created. If you're looking at the video presentation, you'll see FF, that's just for fast finishers. And at the end of that sentence it says W slash S. That just means word search. So those are my aims. But we need to look at the stages and procedures for this. So as always in my lesson, I'm going to start off with the hello and names. So I always ask my students their names and how they are. And then I write them on the board as they come into the class. And I make sure that they see that that is part of the system of rewards and consequences. And after that, we're going to revise. So in this case, instead of having a gallery walk, we'll use some board matching. Uh, so what I do in this case is I'll usually um, cut up the flashcards and there'll be two or three strips of paper on the board with the names on it written down but the students will be given the actual pictures themselves and they have to walk up to the board and they have to um, put the right card next to the right word and then they just stick it in place with a magnet. Um, we've got lots of magnets at our school of course if you wanted to do this then you could use blue tack for example and that's also quite effective. So with the revision out of the way um, we need to move on to the new vocabulary. So here I'm going to show the students the flashcards of the different insects and I'm going to drill with them. Now we talked about in the child psychology um, section where we talked about uh, missing links, um, we also mentioned that students are capable of more. So I'm not just going to drill um, one word with them, I'm going to drill like it's a cockroach and it's a butterfly and then I'll ask what they have. So a butterfly, that point out it has wings and I'll ask the students what a cockroach has and hopefully they'll say it's got legs and then they'll want to know I'll say how many legs uh, and they'll say oh it's got six legs or at least drill it's got six legs 
And then after that, the students will play a flashcard game. The flashcard game I picked for this is the missing one. So once all of the flashcard games are, uh, sorry, once all of the flashcards are displayed, then I'll get the students to cover their eyes and take away one flashcard. And then they have to guess which one is missing. And that gets them to, well, to practice what the actual spoken form of the word is, because they have to say, oh, where is the butterfly? Where is the cockroach? And then after I've shown them how to play it, then all the students will get a turn to remove the flashcard while all of the others have their eyes closed. So with that new vocabulary presentation and practice out of the way for speaking, we've got to do some writing practice. And here we'll do it on the handwriting sheets. They only write the names of the insects twice just so that they can get a chance to well, familiarize themselves with the shape of the letters. Um, and then they'll do it very quickly, so it'll be like a race. Um, and we talked about this in the very first video that I did, say doing handwriting practice as a race can be a good way of getting students to engage with this kind of thing. So that's quite useful. And then we'll look at the model of the productive task. So I'll show them a model of my insect, my favorite insect. My favorite insect is a snail. So um, I'll show them it and say, oh, look, here's the snail. Did I use color? Did I, um, what did I write about the snail? And they can see exactly what's required of them. And of course they have the chance to ask questions too. And of course, I've not mentioned it for the new vocabulary stage and the model stage because there's not much space here. But once this is done, it's a really good idea to put both the flashcards and the models on the board so the students can get a clear view just uh, in case they forget any details. And then they have a chance to prepare. So the students are going to draw and then they're going to write about their task. And all I need to do in this stage is monitor them and make sure that they're drawing nicely and not um, bothering each other so they can all complete in a similar um, time frame. If the students finish quickly, then I'll give them a word search to do. Um, the word searches are quite complicated and large, so it should take them a long time to find lots of words. Once all the students are finished, I'll collect together all of the, um, well, all of the models that they've made and then I'll show them mine. The students have a chance to ask questions using a grid, and that means that they can uh, have a place to write down what it is that they need to write down. And it also helps structure what it is they have to say to each other. And then lastly, to review the vocabulary, uh, we'll get back to the word search, but instead of doing it alone this time, the students are going to do it in pairs. And then that will be the time up for the lesson. So the bulk of the time should be present, uh, sorry, the bulk of the time should be uh, focused on the productive task. So let's say we've got 10 students in a class and they have one minute to talk to each other about the different parts of their insect. Then we're really talking about well, five to 10 minutes of uh, interaction between the students. Um, and in a 40 minute lesson, that's quite a significant chunk of time. So they've got lots of time to achieve the aim that I've outlined for them. And we can think about the interaction patterns. So um, here I asked them their names and write on the board. So it's teacher to student and student to teacher. It's quite um, simple in this sense. And then here we've got board matching. That will be the me to the class mostly, but there's a chance for the students to help each other as well. And it's important to highlight that to the students as well and say, oh, can you help each other? Can you ask for help? Yes, you can. And then that encourages them to have a chance to interact too. The same thing for the flashcard games. When the students take over, there's a chance for them to interact here. Not so much interaction with the handwriting sheets, unfortunately. You could uh, get them to interact with each other, ask them questions, who's first, who's second, but that's not very productive. And then in the same way, the model showing is a bit of a one-way street uh, or a two-way street. It's not um, multifaceted. It's just them having a chance to see things and ask questions. 
as is preparing for the task. But then when they interview each other, this is all about student to student interaction. And as it also is with the final task where they work on the word search together. So you can see here, I've highlighted all of the parts where the students are just working between themselves and I'm monitoring them. And you'll notice that there are sort of eight main stages in this overall plan. And with four of them, the students have a chance to sort of work together without any uh, support from the teacher. So it's quite student-centered in this sense, especially for the grade it's targeted at, which is grade one. There are miscellaneous aspects to consider. Um, my main assumption is the students will be interested. Um, I don't know if uh, there are any students out there who aren't interested in bugs. Um, I've not met many of them. Um, but if they're not, then I'll need to include that in my problems and solutions. So um, the task problem for this is the students might find the interview part ha uh, difficult. Um, so the way I've structured my materials should help with this, but I'll also need to monitor them and support them and make sure that I'm sitting next to them and drilling the questions and maybe helping with some translation as necessary. And then the language aspect is the students might struggle to write the names because it's a lot. I think in the flashcards I'm using there are 12 um, different flashcards. So uh, it's useful to have them on the board. And we talked about this before, put the flashcards on the board so there's a visual reference for them. And in the same way, in terms of the behavior, the students might bother each other because it's grade one, they like to do this. So focus on the rewards, remind them that they won't get a sticker if they get three strikes. Um, and that's usually enough to coax them in the right direction. If the students aren't interested in a particular aspect of this, I mean, the, the, you'll see in a moment the range of insects available is quite broad. So there are things from butterflies to spiders, for example. Um, so there's something there for everybody. But if they're not, then you could ask the student if they want to draw a monster, for example, and then they could do that. Or they could draw a cartoon character. Um, that makes it a bit more open-ended and less focused on the vocabulary, but they've already had a chance to practice that in the opening parts of the lesson. So it's not a complete loss by any means. The materials for this will be one worksheet per student um, or one word search per pair. And I've got to prepare the board and I have to prepare some colouring pencils for my students as well if they're going to make a colourful, um, well, a colourful insect poster. And the timetable fit is, well, they get to revise the body parts and they've already done a similar task about sea animals. So they should be familiarised with the task from what's gone before and they should be familiar with the overarching theme of talking about different parts of different animals. I won't mention any of the administration because this is not a plan that I was assessed on. It was just something that I like doing. And um, so I didn't need to write my name or the data or anything like that. So let's look at the materials in a bit more detail. Here are the flashcards provided by the British Council. You can see here there's not, uh, they're quite simple, they're quite clear, there's lots to ask questions about. I don't have a colour printer, so um, it might be important to ask questions about the colours as we go. But um, if you're fortunate enough to do this, then you might not need to. In the same way for the handwriting practice worksheet, this is what it will look like here. Um, you can see there's lots of space for the students to write uh, once or twice if you wanted them to. However, um, it's important to point out that if you have slightly longer words, then you might want to ask them to write underneath. And there's a space underneath with this in mind too. And there's space in the margins so that they can draw um, smaller pictures of the different uh, insects if they want to as a fast finishers activity. Here is the main sheet. Now on the right, you can see this is the sort of information section. Uh, this will be on the front part of the worksheet. The part on the right, the grid, will be on the back. So it's double-sided. And my model would be here. Um, and I chose a snail. So I would show that it's a snail. Insect is a snail. The color 
is well it would be green and brown uh, the size is big um, the body parts it's got well snails have one foot um, and a shell and two antenna so that's easy for me um, but uh, other students might want to write about something else and the food it eats leaves we've already talked about plants uh, over the course of the previous couple of lessons so they should be able to remember that as well and there's a space at the top to remember the students names as well the grid part is for the actual um, interview stage itself when they talk to each other. So you can see there's a sort of down this column, there's a reminder of uh, the different um, aspects of the insect that they need to talk about. They have to say, what's the name? What's your name? What's the insect? What color is it? How big is it? What, tell me about the body parts, um, what does it eat? And then there's a space for extra information. Some students get really into the subject of insects and they want to talk about their favorite insect um, and they know a lot about it so they can write all of this here. So it's an opportunity for stronger students to write more. It's also a chance for students who know a lot about their particular insect to write more and you can support them with that as well. So these open-ended things at the end of a grid are quite useful too. In the same way, um, this is remarkably easy for any teacher to create. I didn't take, unlike the uh, worksheet works uh, sheets here or the uh, flashcards, I created this worksheet by myself and it took me less than five minutes to do. And that's um, a key part of the whole lesson. So if you want to just use Microsoft Word or even just a pen and paper and then a photocopier, then you can do that too and it would be absolutely fine. Then there's the word search, also created with the help of Worksheet Works, and you can see here it's quite complicated. Some of the names are in fact backwards, so um, it's more difficult to find them, but you can change the settings on uh, Worksheet Works if you wanted to make it slightly easier and have the words only facing forward, and that makes uh, the students' lives a little bit easier so they don't become demotivated. But yes, those are the main materials, aside from the... Um, pencils and it, this entire lesson plan only took about five minutes to create and the materials took less than 15 minutes to put together and they're all based around the flashcards that I picked at the start which are available from the British Council for absolutely free. So in terms of materials preparation not much effort is required and you can see that it's all very efficient and effective and it all can serve multiple purposes within the scope of the same lesson. And indeed, you could repeat the same materials for different vocabulary or different grammar in a new lesson about a different subject. So hopefully that will be quite useful in terms of making these lessons uh, a little bit easier to structure based around the material that you can use. As ever, our main reference source is Jane Moon. But if you're interested in creating similar lessons for your students, then the flashcards, like I say, are from the British Council and the handwriting worksheet and the word search are from Worksheet Works. So thank you very much for listening to the video. That is the end of it there. And of course, if you have any questions, please feel free to get in touch with us at Monkey Puzzle. And we'll be looking forward to hearing from you um, and indeed seeing you on the course. Bye-bye.